Hello, world, and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month, my very special guest is the patriarch of the Cartridge Club and proud member of the Royal Canadian Kilted Yaxman, Player One. How you doing, P1? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Uh, long-time listener. Super excited to be uh, to be on the show. <laughs> well, geez. I'm honored. I mean, you're you're like you're the main event, man. I got uh, I got your brother out of the way, old P two, a couple months ago. Ah, he was the warm up yeah, routine. Easy. He was the opener. Bring him in. You know, you're Guns N' <laughs> Roses, yeah, right. man. Yeah, he's the David Spade to my Chris Farley. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I guess he's still alive, so that's a that's a plus for him. But uh... this just took a dark, <laughs> dark turn. <laughs> I don't know where, where we're going with this. So let's just let's just talk about the CC Portable game. How about that, huh? Yeah, I'm down for that. Let's do that. So for this month, CC Portable, we played Patapon for the PlayStation Portable. Um, little little fact: this is actually CC Portable's first rhythm game, which isn't hard to, you know, do because we've only done this is the seventh game we've played. So it's not it's not a huge surprise we haven't played a rhythm game yet. But nonetheless, we played a rhythm game, and oh boy, did I not know what I was getting into. P1, I don't know if anybody knows this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now. Secret, you suggested this game. I picked this game because of you. I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty special. I don't just let everyone do that. Um, but I gave that's it crazy. to you. I, ge- I gave you the, the, uh, the rub. Um, What's it called? Is that the the rider? In order for me to be on the show, I had to I did my bowl of green M&Ms with the shells removed and... Uh, and pick the game is that what it's called the rider what i've never even heard <laughs> of that what called? are you talking about they put it in don't famous people put that in contracts for backstage what's that thing called somebody's Wait, listening we got lawyers so it's called the rider <laughs> i've never heard it referred to as that i, I thought so like they, you know here's the contract for the show and you're going to come and do the show but they add this extra bit on top that we're only going to do it if the these these things are met i thought that's what it was called i mean you're in the industry, so if you've never heard the term, it's possible I dreamt it in a drunken stupor. Man, I'm I'm so <laughs> low on the totem pole in the industry. You're not, you're not putting the riders? <laughs> no, no. I'm so low, like they're putting riders in against me. They're, they're, it's no, I don't I don't get that kind of uh, that love. Um, but back to Patapon, you suggested it. I'm assume you've you've yeah. played this in the past, right? Let's get that out of the way. No. I actually haven't played it in the past. No. So uh, I was d- deployed there a couple of years ago, and one of my friends. You were deployed to Patopolis? I, I was, right to Patopolis. Um, I'm actually in the game. Uh, if you look closely, you can see me. I'm the third eyeball from the left. <laughs> but uh, a friend of mine who, who plays a ton of video games, we've known each other uh, since we were kids, was also on the on the deployment with me, and he was playing it and recommended it. So when I came home, I was at the local game shop, and I picked it up for the PSP, and Colleen happened to be with me, and the story is now developing into a convoluted mess of people and names and places, but uh, she was with me, and she said, what's that game? I said, it's, it's a rhythm game. Jay had recommended. He says it's pretty good. So she said, well, let me try it, uh, and then I spent the next month and a half laying in bed next to her listening to Patta, 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 Pon, 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 Patta, Pon, and, and that was uh, just she had such... now. No, no, this was like a year ago, two years ago. Okay. Uh, and she loved it. Uh, she played it. Couldn't gotcha. get enough of it. And Colleen's not a massive gamer, so when something grabs her, it's 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 something I take notice of. And she played through the whole thing every night before bed, um, marching those little eyeballs up and down the screen, or left and right across the screen. And uh, she had such a good time with it. I, I wanted to play it myself, and I needed an excuse. And luckily, the Cartridge Club Portable provided me that excuse. Yeah, I was excited when you suggested it. I, I asked her what you wanted to play since you were going to be on. You said Patapon. I'd never even, I knew about it. You know, I knew the title. That was about as, as far as it went, my knowledge of the game. Um, so I picked it up. It's actually a relatively cheap game for any of you out there who were listening to this and haven't played it. Uh, it's a pretty cheap game. I think you can find it for between 5 and 10 bucks. It's it's pretty cheap. Um, and uh, and yeah, I just I don't have a vast knowledge of PSP games, so I was excited to jump on to the PSP. This is actually the first like PSP exclusive game we've played for Cartridge Club Portable. Obviously, um, with handheld systems, especially on CC Portable, we give a lot of love to Nintendo because they they kind of got the lion's share of the portable market. So it's it's fun that we're giving a little love to the PSP. Yeah, it's. Uh... Sony tries real hard, and the, and the PSP's got a lot of good titles on there. So um, 
I was excited to be on the the, the first PSP exclusive show. Yeah, the PSP one. I don't know where I was going uh, with that. I don't know where I was going with that. Playing Patashan. Oh man, the Pata puns are flying. <laughs> uh, this is a good time. This is a good time. So Patapon. It was released in North America February 26, 2008. It's been out for nine years. Um, and it uh, actually recently, it saw a release on the PS4 just uh, in August. So a couple, couple few months ago. Did you know about that? I didn't know that. No, yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I think it's like do- download to- only, but still pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to grab that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, it was followed by two sequels, the aptly titled Patapon 2 and Patapon 3. I like when sequel game sequels just keep it simple. Give us numbers. Oh, you got, oh, he's showing, okay, so you can't see this at home, folks. Sean also has, sorry, P1 also has Patapon 2. Are you going to, have you played that one? No, I have to finish one. Uh, um, we're going to get into that. It's brutally difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will get into that in a second. But before we do, why don't we describe this game, okay? And you're gonna, we're going to kind of tag team on this one because <laughs> this is, how do you describe this game? This game, okay, I, like I said, I knew so little going into this. I knew it was a rhythm game. And when you think rhythm games, you kind of think uh, like Parappa the Rapper, right? That's what I think. Or um, uh, um, maybe even like a guitar hero or something. But basically, where they give you the set uh, buttons you need to hit in a rhythm, and you that that's that's a rhythm game, right? That's a rhythm game to me. Yeah, that's not that's, what that's mean, not what this game is. No, no, no. This no. game requires actual rhythm. It does, <laughs> yes. And I felt like Steve Martin in the Jerk. You know, like I just I got no rhythm. I got no rhythm. And I was born a, a poor reference. black man, so to not have any rhythm is just sacrilege. But they just, so this game is described as a, a rhythm game slash god game. Yeah. How, can, you, can you elaborate on, on that, P1? So the, the Patapons, they look like little eyeball people. Uh, very simple graphics, but very fun. So the, they worship this uh, beat and the beat is played on these mystical drums by their God uh, from the earthland. And that is you, you are the God. So they were like, every time you go to the, the, like the, the main screen with them, they're worshiping you. They're thanking you. They're praising you. It makes you feel really good, which is nice. Cause you get in the levels and you have to play the beats and you feel really bad. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, think about it like, um, you got, uh, you know, we're back in the Revolutionary War. You got like your little drummer boy that's like uh, doing doing a. I don't know. I don't whatever whatever the no that was marching drum thing is. So and that's kind of your role. You're the uh, uh, you're the drummer keeping the march going and keeping uh, all of your your patapons or what are they called? Yeah, patapons um, on point. And if you fail to yeah. do that, you're gonna be in a mess of trouble. Real quick, because yeah. like you said, you have got to be good at rhythm. Otherwise, this yeah. game is going to be insanely difficult for you. Um, so, so yeah, so you you are you're laying down a beat, and you have several variations that you will learn throughout the game. And you basically are going from left to right, and you're fighting uh, these enemies called zigatons which are coming at you, and you either throw down a beat to march forward, you throw down a beat to attack, you throw down a beat to retreat. There's, there's quite a few variations you can do, but the important thing is to always keep a beat. So it's just always going. You have got to keep up, keep attacking, keep going, never stop. That's the game. And it's... It's a good time. It's crazy. So um, now that we got the, the kind of controls out of the way... P1, I put in the outline here some backstory. So now this is the story part of the game. Why don't you read this nice little backstory? I'd love to. The Patapon tribe were flourishing people until they experienced many tragic losses, and later on, they were maltreated by the Zigaton Empire. Although Orman Carmen of the Carmen tribe originally defeated them and overtook the Patapol Palace. The player takes the role of their god, the Almighty, and uses sacred war drums, Pata, Pawn, Chaka, Don, to direct the Patapons to recover their land. As the story progresses, 
the Petapons embark on a journey to Earth End to look upon it, a sacred object whose appearance is unknown to the tribe, and its purpose is to grant the Patapons eternal contentment and true happiness. The enemy of the Patapons is the evil Zygaton Empire, a powerful tribe of slightly squarish creatures with red and black eyes, as opposed to the white and black-eyed round Patapons, that have oppressed the Patapons since their fall from power. It becomes apparent later in the game that the Zygatons have their own prophecy, which tells that when the Patapons finally see and gaze at it, the world will fall into chaos. Well done. That was kind of a tongue twister, but you got through it. Yeah, yeah, you really threw a curveball at me there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I like I like the story. And yeah, I, me too. I like that the Zygatons, like, it almost makes them, you know when they say, like, the villain never knows he's the villain like that's what makes a great villain that's mm-hmm. kind of the zigotons they think they're doing a good thing by trying to stop you because if you gaze on it you're going to destroy the world yeah i like that you could it's... almost play this game from their point of view with a never ending relentless you know flood of patapons barreling down on you and destroying your towers breaking your homes smashing your people trying to bring chaos to the world i love it now, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I want to I want to clarify. Did you beat this game? No, no. See, neither no. did I. Okay, good. And <laughs> so we don't know what it is. I grossly underestimated how difficult this game was because I don't think it's actually that long. No, if if you were perfect so. at it, but yeah, the amount of times you have to replay something over and over and over again just to get one tiny little step forward yeah did did not realize i was going to be doing that as much as i did um i did get pretty far in the game when we're going to go through my playthrough in a second but be prepared you are going to be playing levels over and over and over again and you're going to be doing a lot of grinding too so that was another thing i didn't know about this game it's got a lot of rpg elements which i actually really enjoyed but um you're going to have to grind for sure. What do you think about that? Uh, it's, it's You're a big RPG the type of guy, right? I am. I do like RPGs and I don't mind grinding. Uh, I find in games, of, if it's a game that's not a game of the month, I don't mind grinding. But when it's a game of the month and I'm like, I need to beat this, I don't really have the time to grind. Yeah. Even though I have a whole month. That those I find that those times I enjoy it less. If I I'll continue to play Pat Upon now beyond the month. The month is over. We've recorded the podcast. The stress is gone. I will enjoy those grind sessions. I'll get in bed. Colleen will lay next to me, and we will just grind away. Wait, what? What are we talking about? Pat Upon. Oh, okay, just making sure. Okay, yeah, we'll get in bed. I'll start, you know, doing the beat. And we'll both enjoy it. So let's talk about my playthrough for a second, and we'll see how far you got. I, I, I'm guessing I maybe got a little bit further than you. Uh, if the point where it says had to resort online is where you stopped, I completed that mission. Uh, had to resort. No, that's not, that's not where I had to stop. Maybe oh, okay. that page. Yeah, you go way further than I did. Maybe that page. Okay, yeah, you, you got farther than I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, there's more. Yeah, there's way more. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? That's like, that's like seven missions in. Um, so yeah, uh, let's 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 jump into my playthrough. Let's go through. Let's discuss everything. And before we get to the missions, um, I want to explain kind of the hub world that you, that you were mentioning before. So you got this little hub world that you uh, kind of it gives you the missions. You can create more patapons, which will become. Very important later on, as, as you progress in the game, you, you basically need to have a full army if you're going to accomplish anything. Um, and throughout the game, you're going to pick up weapons, you're going to be able to customize your Patapon army. Um, it, it, it starts out, you have, gosh, I, I think you can start out with the three basic types of Patapon. There's the, the, the Patapons, and I wish I had all their names in front of me. Um, <laughs> I'm a terrible host. I think you just... I think you just start with the spear patapons. Oh, do you start with the spear patapons? Yeah, and then you unlock the axe patapons that have the shields. And then you unlock the like arrow patapons. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they all have really cool names that all use the word pawn. I don't yeah, know. like Yuri Pawn and Tatapon yeah. and um, yeah, fun stuff like that. And so you're kind of there. There is a, a fair amount of strategy to the way you're setting up your army, uh, which Patapons you want to use as you progress further in the game. You're going to unlock even more Patapons that are on horses and and um, like I said, you have weapons, you have shields. Do you want to equip your Patapons to be to have more speed, more power, but slower speed? All all the things you you know uh, and love about RPGs. That that they they do a great job of intertwining that all into this rhythm game, which is one of the things that makes it so impressive. Um, and then what else is there in the hub world? As you go through, you unlock. Um, ways so, so to create a pad upon you, you need several things. You need like ore, uh, meat, uh, wood, um, all these things that will the, depending on how you mix them will create different types of pad upons. Whether they they have more attack strength, more defense strength, more life, all these tons of different combinations. It gets pretty complicated later on in the game, um, but it starts out fairly simple. And that's kind of the hub world. A- anything yeah. to add to that? Um, I like the hub world makes you feel good. It's, they have that one spot where they have like the altar where they're sacrificing stuff or they're eating the meat you bring them. Mm-hmm. And I like to just, sometimes I just hang out there cause it's nonstop praise for you. And I've used my own real name. So it was like all hail Sean, Sean, the almighty Sean knows all. <laughs> I it's, saw uh, it was, it was basically my dream. <laughs> they get it. Those patapons get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, let's, let's talk about this, this playthrough. So, and I, I kind of wrote, jotted down notes from each, you know, mission that I was going through. Um, and right away you start out learning the controls. So PSP, you got your four main buttons, you got your square, your triangle, your circle, your X. And right off the bat, you only use two of those buttons. You use the square and the circle. Um, each button makes a different drum beat. You got... So, so you start with pawn, which is circle, and pata, which is the square. And I believe you, you you're just in, in in that first mission. You're just kind of learning, basically, to get the beat. You know, pata, 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 pawn, 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 pata, pawn, pawn, pawn. Right? Yep. Um. So it's pretty simple. And then moving into mission two, okay, now you're starting to attack, learning how to attack. And this is where you really learn two different beats. And I've written them down. So you got your march beat, which is pata, 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 pan, right? Right. And then you got your attack, which is pan, pan, pata, pan. So circle, circle, right. square, circle. Uh, and, and you'll be... This is this is now where the strategy is starting to be implemented because do you keep marching forward? Do you stop and attack? You know, and your your goal is to to get all the way to the end of the stage, like we said, left to right. And the more you march forward, the more you're putting your flag bearer, which we haven't talked about, in harm's way. And basically yeah. you fail the mission if your flag bearer dies. So the more you march forward, the more he's going forward and getting closer to the enemy. So it's not you can't just keep marching forward without attacking. You got to keep him back, attack. You're basically protecting him throughout every mission. Yeah, and you can't just keep attacking without moving forward because the range of the enemies to him determines whether or not your guys can keep attacking. I think. Correct. Um, because you have to be a certain amount of uh, distance away from the enemy before you can attack, which is as we move into mission three. And really the missions, this isn't like hard and fast. Like y- you can go back and grind and do other stuff. And so it kind of messes up how many, you know, quote unquote missions you're doing. But this is just the, the order in which I did it. So the, the third mission that I did, you, you actually have your first battle. And how you know when you can attack is your patapons, which are little circle guys that are basically eyeballs with legs and arms. Um, yeah, when they an kind attitude. Of, an attitude, tons of tude. When they make their little yeah. like angry eyes, that's when you can attack. So you kind of yeah. got to watch your patapons and, and you know how close you are and then you can start attacking. Don't mistake that for when they make hungry eyes. Is it? Is that? 
Is that a reference to uh, the song? Hungry uh, eyes. I just figured it's a rhythm game. We should probably get as many song references in as we can. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Do you have hungry eyes, Sean? I do. I do have hungry eyes. <laughs> hungry for that sweet, sweet dinosaur meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Succulent meat. That was my yep. favorite. Um, so, yeah, you got to watch their eyes. Moving into mission four. We're moving along here, but it's going to slow down. And, and I felt that at the beginning of the game, too. I was like, wow, I'm flying through this. This is great. Yeah, I'm going to have this beat in no time. Yeah. Uh, so mission four, we, we learn our counterattack, um, which is basically they're introducing the, the, the zigatons, and, and you're, just, you're getting a feel for battle still. It's still really easy at this point. Um, you, you attack the zigatons. They're, they're trying to encroach on, uh, what is it, Patopolis? That's like your hub world, nice. your camp. Yeah. And uh, so, so you're attacking them. Mission five, another battle at the Zigatons. Mission uh, uh, six is another battle. Of course, this one throws in a guy that, that kind of chucks tornadoes at you. Um, yeah, that was really tough for me. That was the first time I was like, okay, they have definitely stepped up their game. I'm going to have to figure something out here. Yeah, that's when you kind of learn like, oh, man, I need more Patapons. Yeah, you know, I need to start uh, to. I gotta, I gotta get that. Um, so, so you have your. Let, let's talk about that for a second. You got your like world map with the missions, right? And you'll have your like regular missions where you you, you keep advancing the story. But then there's certain hunting grounds, right? And this is mm-hmm. where you collect meat. Uh, you collect the game currency, which is called kaching, and that's one of the things you need to create new patapons. You got to collect kaching, which is coins, by killing animals. You're basically going hunting uh, to kill animals. It, it reminds me of uh, remember Oregon Trail? No, where, I've, I mean I've heard of it. Okay, well they have these segments where you're hunting animals because you need food. You got to you got to have food on the Oregon Trail. You're trying to get to Oregon. You need food. You got to hunt animals. That's basically what this is. There's no threat to you as far as uh, anything attacking you. You're only attacking to get more kaching to create more patapons did you find the hunting stages tough because the ostriches and the boars kept running away from me like i I found a hard time i would either get too close and they would run or i would be too far away and i wouldn't be able to kill them in time i had a real hard time with the hunting totally and what you know you know what the secret is to that and i'm not going to take credit for like figuring this out on my own i totally looked this up online because i was getting frustrated i was like why can't i ever kill the freaking ostriches um you you don't bring your your axe patapons. So your axe patapons are the ones so that close. get up close and uh, and and when they battle the spear guys and the arrow right. guys they they stay back. They're your ranged attacks. So you don't bring your axe patapon with you. You just bring your spears and your arrows, and then you like launch uh, arrows and spears, and it kills them like right away. That's the trick. So this is a rhythm RPG strategy game. Oh, we'll see how many more. <laughs> Little, little things we can add before this game is done because it's it gets crazy. But that's that's so you got to get to your kaching to make more patapons. Um, yeah. and then we throw another wrinkle in. So on my mission seven, you learn the triangle, which is the chaka drum, and you learn mm. that for defense, which is chaka chaka patapon. And basically, what this do, this does is it it uh, gets all your patapons to kind of surround your flag bearer and you throw up your shields and you still attack a little bit as you would defending, mm-hmm. but you're not, you're not doing like a full on attack, you know? Um, and this was the first time I, I failed a mission. It was the first time I, I, you know, quote unquote died. Was this against the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex? Uh, what, uh, uh, or is that the next one? It might've been. So there's like this giant dragon guy that's got this huge, he's got like a pelican mouth. Yep. Yep. And so yeah, that was, that was like a that boss was, fight. That I, I took a lot of attempts to get past him. That's actually where I'm at. I just finished beating him. That's where like, you're okay. at. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I'm <laughs> you at. barely got anywhere in this game. <laughs> it's so hard. This game is so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. So you got to uh, defend. Yeah. Cause, so there's certain attacks it, okay. that, that the, the, this boss will do. Um, he'll blow fire at you. He'll, uh, he'll try and ram you with his head. Sometimes he'll even eat you, which is really bad. 
Um, so you have to defend against that. You have to stop him. If he's blowing fire, you got to throw up your shields so you don't take as much damage. You know, because all your patapons, they got HP. You don't want to drain your HP. And then, of course, after you defend, you then go back to attack. So now you're marching forward, you're attacking, and you're defending. you got three ways to kind of strategize your battle plan. Or you just defend and hope that it, it ends. That's what I ended up doing. But I tried takes, to balance between the two. It takes forever. And, yeah, forever. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I tried mixing it in with attack when I thought it was safe and it was never safe. And then he would like breathe on me and I would get frustrated. So I would then all out attack and then he would do the big head wave thing and all my guys would get thrown through the air and... I wasn't good to my pad of plants. <laughs> you know what I struggled with? So like on these bosses, they have tells. It's kind of like punch out where they have little things they do and you know what move is coming. But I found I had a hard time keeping a rhythm and then having time to put in the defend combination before they would attack. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because he would like lift his head way up when he's about to breathe fire. And I'm like, okay, I'll and hit defend. Gotta, and then I hit defend, yeah. and they defend for a second. But then it's like, oh, I hit defend too early. Up. I hit yeah, defend too early, game. and I come back, and then I come out of defense, and he blows fire at me. I'm like, well, that was no good. But then it felt yeah. if I waited another beat, because it's basically you get four beats per you know attack or defense or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, if I waited too long, well, then I would defend too late. And I struggled with that throughout the game. It was, it was I, I mean, I kind of got a, a handle on it. But that that was always, I don't know, is that like a design thing or am I doing something wrong? Uh, well, I did the same thing, but I'm not super good at, see, Parappa the Rapper, I was, a, I was a rap star in that, man. I was like Eminem. I was spitting beats and, and rhymes and all that stuff. Well, you gotta uh, believe. In this game, I, I was like, what? You believed. I believed. I, I did believe. believe. And uh, I got into this game. And I was like, I got this. This is easy. And uh, I looked into their little eyes, and they were like, you you don't have this. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, like, rubs it in your face. Yeah. Like, when you fail a mission, it's, like, it's the slowest. The, the like, the words come together, and it just lets you sit with yeah. your failure. And you have to hope that you got their hats back after they've been eaten so that they can be regenerated at the Tree of Life. Yeah, that's another thing. So, like, when the, a Patapon dies, you have to collect their hat in battle so you can regenerate them. And if you don't collect their hat, well, then you got to buy a brand new one. And there are some yes. enemies that, like, th there's another dragon boss that when he eats you, you, you just don't get your hat back. You, you just lose that Patapon forever. That ain't right. So it's a rhythm, RPG, strategy, resource management game. Yes. Okay. So, and then now, okay, so we got our three, we got our defense, we got our attack, and we got our march beats. Now, add another wrinkle, you, you got these, um, these jujus, these juju like medallion things that do certain special, uh, that, that give you, I don't know, what give, give you like a special attack. It's not really an attack, it give you like a special move you can do. And the first one you have to collect is the rain juju. Did you get this far? No. <laughs> okay, well, no. go with me on this one. So you got to get this rain juju, right? And what this allows you to do is um, create, you know, make it rain. But you think, oh, why do you need to make it rain? Well, because there's certain levels where there's like, it's so hot that the ground is like on fire. And if you don't make it rain, well, then you're going to burn to death. Your pad of yeah, I, I think the death. stage I'm in now is like that. It's too hot to walk in. Yeah. And. So, okay, so one thing we haven't described yet is there's fever mode. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. Can you explain to me how that works? Okay, so <laughs> when you I get it beat, and then lose it. When you keep a beat for basically 10, sometimes less, but never more than 10, if you keep a beat 10 times, you'll go into fever mode. And fever mode just basically amplifies all your attacks, all your defense. It, it, it brings everything up a notch. So you basically want to play the entire game in fever mode. And this is one thing that I didn't like in the design of the game is you basically need to be in fever mode all the time, the entire game. And so a lot of times you're just sitting at the beginning of the game or at the beginning of a level or mission building up to fever mode you're not walking forward you're not battling you're just doing beats over and over so you can get to fever mode and then once you hit fever mode then you start moving forward so you can be all powered up and start attacking 
And there is basically no way around that. You just have to do that. And so pace-wise, each mission is slowed down at the beginning by trying to get to fever mode. And if you weren't so crappy without fever mode, I would just go ahead and do it. But you are, and it, it's really it's working against you if you're not in fever mode, especially when you get later in the game. If you're not in fever mode, you're just you're gonna get destroyed. And that was that was the first thing, my first criticism of the game. I didn't like the having to build up to fever mode. I was terrible at fever mode. I would get to it, and I don't know if I was because they would all cheer fever. And then I don't know if I was preemptively starting the next. I don't know. I I would. I I did not maintain my fever. I got to fever and I lost it immediately every time. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing. So every level sounds basically the same with slight variations. But and I don't know if they fixed this in the the sequels. I I, I feel like I heard they did. But when you hit fever mode, it kind of the way it sounds. It's hard to keep the beat because you don't know when it's supposed to start. And so as, as soon as you get to fever mode, I, I would almost always lose it because yeah. you're like, wait, when am I supposed to start the beat? And so you kind of just got to tap in your head before you get to fever mode. So you got a beat going. And then as soon as you get to fever mode, forget what you're hearing and just go with your foot tapping or your head bobbing, whatever, and then start doing it. And that's how I found a way to get around it because the game actually kind of works against you in that respect because you can't hear it correctly. And I'm not a big right. music guy, so I don't have like a natural beat in my head i don't have like a metronome in my head you know so i i found that really difficult did you guys and then this is a question for all you guys out there did you did you feel that i know you did i felt it i felt i'm waiting for them to answer okay yeah no they definitely <laughs> felt it they're on board with us yeah everybody felt it so you get this rain juju and i ha i could not figure out how to get it I, I actually this is where i first started going online to like look up okay how do you, how do you do this because it, there's very little indication on what to do. It's all these cryptic messages on how to figure out stuff. And a lot of times I found when I would get stuck on a certain part of a game, the, the solution was actually really simple when you knew what to do, but you didn't know what to do most of the time. Yeah. Oh, my stomach. What? You is, lost me. My stomach is rumbling. <laughs> um, no, that's not good. No, I, I just when you were trying to when you needed to collect something to progress in the game, I found it was they didn't give you a lot of indication what that was, but it was typically very simple. Um, and I just I just had a problem with that. There were several times throughout the game where you needed to get something to advance, and if you didn't have that, you were basically screwed. Well, I'm at this point now with the rain one, and had you not said rain juju, uh, I wouldn't have known that I had to look for that. Oh my god. And then doing the whole walking across the desert. Oh, we, so I haven't. I'm not there yet. Okay, before we let, let's not get to the desert stuff. I get, let, let's go a couple more things. So then there's a uh, the couple more bosses uh, that you fight, or another another uh, dragon boss thing. Um, and this is where I really started real, realizing how much grinding there was. And oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to put way more into this game than I thought. I'm not a big grinding mm -hmm. guy. I don't, I don't play a lot of RPGs, and that's basically because I don't like grinding. Um, yeah. And it, you don't want to keep repeating the same stuff over and over again just because the just game's cause. pacing. Yeah. yeah. And especially with this game, there's no way to speed it up. It just takes forever when you have to grind because you're stuck on this yeah. simple beat. You can never go faster than this. That was starting to really drive me nuts. Yeah. Um, and then you get this, this rain, you got to do this rain dance, which is a completely different beat that you haven't learned. It basically goes, dun, da, dun, da, dun. And what's stupid is you, you have to be in fever mode to make this, <laughs> it's really confusing. You have to be in fever mode to make the rain happen. But then as soon as you make the rain happen, you lose fever mode. Well. So then okay. you got to build up fever mode again. And the rain doesn't, it's not like the rain lasts for the rest of the level. It only lasts for a certain amount of time. Then you got to do it again. It was really Jeez. frustrating, really frustrating. So then you get to this stupid crossing desert level. And apparently this is one of the hardest levels in the game because you have to keep doing this dumb rain dance to make it rain while you're fighting across this desert, battling, um, and then not, trying to not start on fire. 
And I, I have to imagine everybody out there playing this had a hard time with this level. I did this level probably like 20 times before I finally beat it. It was so freaking difficult. And it's so early on in the game before you, you have a good army built up. <sighs> Sorry, I need, to, I need to take a chill pill. I'm getting worked up here. Yeah, but a moment. I can see it. You're getting heated up. I can see it in your eyes. The light, the heat. Mm-hmm. And so I finally got past this. And you're moving on. It's get, now it starts balancing out again, and it's it's not as as hard. You're you're unlocking mini games. Uh, you got zigatons attacking again. This time with horses. So before you get your little horse guys, you're seeing them on horses, and they kind of got like it's like they're what do you call it lances? They got lances, so they're mm -hmm. it's like they're jousting towards you. Um, mm -hmm. Which of course you end up unlocking that same thing. I never liked using the jousting horses. I, I felt like they were too slow, and you can only have, whereas you normally have, you can have up to six patapons of any given type. When you get the, yep. when you unlock the horse ones, you can only have up to three. So, I, so right there, you're you're losing um, the amount of of patapons you can have, which means you can die quicker because they can kill your patapons faster because you don't have as many. So I never I never liked using the horse ones. Um, there's another boss that I fought, which is a giant worm boss. And I put, the game starts to be getting easier at this point. So now, like in any RPG, you get to a certain level where you're like, okay, I kind of got a handle on things. I'm past the beginning. I got a good, good little group going, and I'm starting to, to make some progress, right? You have anything to add here, Sean? I know, I know you're, you're, no, I'm, you're, I'm really enjoying this. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, it's like a glimpse into what I'm going to have to go through to beat this game. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you gonna stick with it? You're gonna you're you're oh, determined yeah. to keep going. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I don't want to spoil my uh, tour review, but let I'm me ask a lot you, of fun with it. Did Colleen beat the game? Yeah, beat the game, and I, has been laughing at me uh, all week long. I am impressed because I, I saw her play Mega Man too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Poor coaching. That's that was. Poor coaching. <laughs> Is that what it was? It was poor coaching. Yep. Um. Yeah, no, she beat this. She loves, uh, she loved it. And she does have rhythm. Uh, she's always dancing around, you know. Like Shakira said, the hips don't lie, so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, and, and this is where the game starts getting a little bit redundant, I want to say. Uh, you're fighting more Zigatons, and you kind of bounce back and forth between fighting Zigatons, gathering more food, fighting Zigatons, unlocking more, it's just it's it's kind of the same thing over and over and i don't know i don't know if there's a way around that i'm really interested to to see what the sequels offered obviously they're they're growing upon this mythology of the patapons but i feel like you're just kind of doing the same thing over and over it's kind of like the walking dead you watch the walking dead i stopped uh, you mean four things we haven't learned in four years is that what the that's the new title of the show isn't it <laughs> yeah exactly it's a, okay we're low on food let's go get food oh we got attacked by zombies okay back to the base oh there's crazy people trying to take over the base oh but we're out of food let's go get more food oh zombies okay we got oh we beat the yeah. zombies go back to the base oh there's people trying to take over the base yeah that's oh i got bit day. i should hide it oh i got bit i should hide it oh i got <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's this yeah. game you're kind of doing the same thing over and over um you did now until you get to this mission, which was the 17th mission for me, might not be for you, but for me it was the 17th mission, and I like this one. It was an escort mission uh, where you're escorting a horse and carriage through a zigaton attack because you want you're, you want to build like a new uh, like a wall for your camp or something. And I typically don't like the escort missions, but it kind of you know it shook things up. It was fun, gave me something to do, something another goal than just like get to the end of the stage and beat all the zigatons. And then you follow that up, trying to get a catapult, because as you're attacking the Zigaton base, they got a giant wall, so you got to go get this catapult. Um, and I, that that was fun. I, of course, you do this catapult mission, and then it, it, right after that, your catapult's gone. You don't get to use the catapult again. I was like, "What are you talking about? We don't get the catapult." That was like the best weapon in the game, and you lose it immediately. I just I just busted my A trying to get this catapult. You give me this catapult. And so I thought, oh, cool. The rest of the game, I'm going to have this catapult. Like, that's awesome. Nope. Just that one mission. So now it's getting... This is where it really started frustrating me. So I'm grinding. I'm grinding. I got my horse guys. Even unlock, like, another type of patapon. They use clubs. 
But again, you can only have three of them. I never used them. I never had the impetus to, to build them up, even create them. No, didn't need them. I liked my arrows, my axes, and my spears. Those are the ones I stuck with. Uh, but you get to this level where they got a windmill base. So there, there's a windmill cool. blowing at you, right? And this creates an issue because your spears and your arrows are getting blown back by the windmill. Uh, do they hurt you when they come back or they just are ineffective? For going They're just forward? ineffective because they don't, they don't go forward. They can't be. So you basically got your axe or your tatapons or tatapons or however you say it, and that's it. And so they got a million enemies coming at you. You got no way to attack them. They're just kicking your butt. You need some way to, to, to change the direction of that wind. Ah, now you're starting to understand. That's correct. Well, first you learn this dodge mechanic, which mm -hmm. I thought was going to be good, but I ended up not liking it, and here's why. You dodge, you run off screen really quick. All your, uh, all your patapons run off screen, and then they run back onto the same spot. I thought it would be nice if they ran off and then came back a little, like slightly back from where they started. So you could kind of like, uh, what's the opposite of advance? Uh, retreat. Retreat your forces. Because a lot of times I feel like you, you get to a certain point, you can't retreat your guys and you're kind of stuck wherever your flag guy is, right? Right. But so you learn this dodge mechanic, which does come in handy a, a few times. But what you needed to beat that windmill stage was the wind juju. So remember, you got the rain juju to make it rain. Well, now you got to yep. get the wind juju to make the wind blow in your favor. So all your arrows. So you got to get fly like through fever. Fever. Yeah. Wind juju. Yeah. Change direction of the windmills. Yeah. Kill a bunch of zigotons quickly. Move forward. Fever. Wind juju. Because I assume there's not just one windmill. Uh, well, there's like a big windmill base. So they have like several okay. smaller bases that you're building up to that you got to get through. And then you get to the big windmill base and you have to just like, and again, same thing. doesn't last forever. You got to keep doing this wind juju over and over again while you're attacking, while you're defending, while you're retreating. So they're it, like the, the battles are becoming really intense and, and um, complicated at this point, which was fun. I don't like that the juju stuff, you have to... Uh, keep doing it because it runs out of time. And the, the, the reason is because if you, you can only do the jujus in fever mode. So if you lose fever mode, you're screwed. You have I to can never stay in fever mode. Yeah. I, I am never going to beat this game. Yeah, and it gets really difficult. So I finally beat the windmill stage. And then you go on to this, uh, this like stone giant boss. Which actually, oh man, your catapult's gonna come in so handy there. Well, it would have if you friggin' had one, <laughs> but you don't. But I'm actually, I'm getting to handle these bosses and their tells. And now that I have the retreat mechanic or the dodge mechanic, it makes it so much easier because you can kind of see their big moves coming. So you just dodge them. You dodge them. It's great. It's like so much better than the uh, the defense mechanic. Mm -hmm. So I beat this guy, um, and then you get to this. This is another really fun stage where. Uh, you got one of those tornado guys with like the the scythe, right? Remember those guys? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's like the the king of the patapons is 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 locked in this cage, and you and he's surrounded by all these mounds of stone, and one of the tornado guys is trying to get to the king, and you're trying to get to the king from so, so the tornado guys on the right, you guys are on the left, and you have all these like stone piles in front of you, and you need to race to get to the king. So who can ever get there faster? Which is really fun. At the at the at the beat of at the beat. Pat, uh, yeah, pat, yeah. Pat, pat, so you get up to your, your fever, and, and and it really helps if you have a large army at this point, because obviously you'll, you'll knock down the stones faster, and you're racing this guy to get to the king. I actually really really dug that level. Cool. And then you you go on to this uh, the next level, and this was actually the last level I played, where you're trying to save the princess, the princess of the Patapons. So she's always hanging out at your little camp, you know, saying, "Hail mm -hmm. Sean, hail Sean." We love you, Sean. She's hanging out she's there. She's my favorite. She gets, uh, she gets kidnapped, and now she's kind of getting pulled along in this horse and carriage, and this, this guarded horse and carriage. It's like a Wells Fargo uh, horse and carriage from like the old west, right? And she's yeah. she's held up in there, and you gotta like Pinkertons. just attack. You gotta attack and <laughs> save her. And that was a really fun um, level. And again, you're going across the desert, and if you don't save her in time, 
you better have brought that rain juju with you because you're going to need to make it rain because it gets hot in the desert. Uh, and, yeah. and then you end up saving her. And I did. I made it. Hey. And the mission after that, this is the mission I have not been able to beat. You're trying to attack this Zigaton fortress, and you got a bunch of the guys that throw the tornadoes and got the sights, and they basically you can't move forward when they come up to you so you can't march past them they stop you so the only way to get past them and move forward is to beat them but there's so many forces working against you i haven't got past this level yet and i've done it a million times i i I don't i feel like i'm gonna just have to grind up my guys and make them stronger yeah i think you just gotta believe I'm pumped. I uh, so I was having I'm having a lot of fun with this game so far, and uh, hearing your story, you made that sound like like I could have been watching a, a an Indiana Jones, one of the first three, not the weird last one. Um, like you, the excitement of racing across the desert and saving the princess and battling the stone giant, like you have made me and I like I've seen this game. It's just little like very basic, simple art style, uh, and you have made it sound like this grand epic adventure. I can't wait to get back to it. I'm gonna. Okay. I am going to pat upon tonight. Well, good, and I hope you guys are having fun with pat upon. I feel like this was, as far as the cartridge club games, I, I, this kind of came out of left field, and so I think some people might be listening to this podcast to get invested to play the game. I mm. get. I get that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope you guys check it out. It is fun. Um. It's not easy. It's not a pushover. This game is not at going to make you work. Absolutely. But it's worth it because it's the music is good. And here in them. So you do the beat, you know, you do your pata, 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 pawn, and then they chant it back at you. And that's that's glorious. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter what we think. It, what, it matters what you guys think. And we did get. um some two-word reviews from you guys. Obviously, if you ever want to leave a two-word review, just go on Twitter, use the hashtag CCPortable, whatever game we're playing that month, and leave us a two-word review. It's easy. Two words. Come on, folks. Well, so let's go through these and see what everyone thinks. So, all right, You uh, want to go one for one, or you want to do them all? Or... I like this, one is, for... this is new for me. I like one for one. Why don't we go ladies first? Uh, so go ahead. All right. Diego Avila, at a Latino lawyer. Let's see if you know all their Twitter handles. Uh, he said, catchy tunes. I agree. Although, and I don't know if the sequels change this, it's kind of the same thing over and over. There's slight variations uh, mm, on each yeah. level, but it's more or less the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like playing it, Super Mario Brothers, and you only ever hear the Super Mario Brothers theme the whole game. That's not so bad, though. Just with, you know... You've got the reggae version and you've got the hip hop version, but yeah, it's all the same. I want to I want to mention too. This game was strange because a lot of times I play the game without the the sound on, but you need the sound in this game. How could you even play this without the sound? Well, a lot of times I'll have something playing in the background, like a movie or something going, and I'll I'll play a game without the sound. This one couldn't do it. You got to have the sound on. No. Yeah. So Steven Eider, which is Twitter handle is. At Steven Eider, right? Yep, nailed it. <laughs> he says, on mobile, question? Which I'm I think not he's sure asking... what he means because technically the PSP is mobile. <laughs> yeah. So are you saying you don't yes. have a PSP and you want to play it on your phone? That's what I kind of get he's getting at, which I have no I think idea. Steven Eider has a PSP. I think he's... <laughs> he's just, he's getting fresh with me. You're getting fresh with me, so. Steven Eider? <laughs> Uh, uh, this game, I don't think would work. On, well, I guess it could work on mobile. They'd have to just put the symbols on your screen for you to tap. That's true. I think it would be very difficult, though. Yeah, yeah. I like that textile feeling of a button. Yeah, you almost need it too. I don't think, and I don't yeah. think it is on. Because some of them are like a tap and hold for half a second. Some of them are. Yep. Tap release. Some of them are. Yeah, it's. No, that would be a disaster yeah. on on a like an iPhone or a touch screen. Yeah. Next up, Matt Bandy at XMAP, XMAP Bandy X says Monster BBQ. And that's true. So uh, you fight all the, you know, you hunt these monsters, these animals for your meat, and then you barbecue them at the big pit and they, they cheer your greatness. 
I also think it works on another level because I don't think you got to this point yet, but you unlock like a fire bow and arrow. And so, uh, yeah, you get all these fire bow and arrows and you're constantly lighting the zigatons on fire. And it's so funny. They like run back and forth on the screen, like screaming while they're on fire. <laughs> it's great. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, buried on Mars. <laughs> buried on Mars at buried underscore on underscore Mars. <laughs> Nailed it. There we go. <laughs> Said better sequels. Which gives me hope. And the one thing, if I were to ask for one thing in the sequels, it's to make getting to fever mode easier and uh, uh, staying I, fever easier. Like the the underlying beat for each level to be more pronounced. Yeah, that would well, be my biggest sequel, critique. I get the sequel here. I can pop that in after I get through for the first one and let you know. Hmm. Um, the next one, also from Buried on Mars, uh, at Buried underscore on underscore Mars, use headphones. I can get behind this because you actually hear it better in the headphones, yeah. especially if you got like noise canceling. You're just like in the Patapon world yeah. versus you don't your want tiny little speakers on your PSP, you know? Yeah. So Bill, I guess it could have been Bill or Joe from STC Pod, right? No, it, it can't be because each one has their own Twitter handle. Yeah, I know. Joe but is, we, okay. Joe's at AC Decepticon. I understand that. I'm just saying it's okay. like, you know. That Joe do we know that Joe doesn't dictated. have access to the, the STC pod Twitter? I don't know if you know how to log in. Well, <laughs> he'd, have to, he'd have to change from his AC Decepticon Twitter into his STC pod Twitter. And he <laughs> went... 32 episodes without changing this mic setting on Google Hangouts. Yeah, no. So. He, he doesn't have the uh, the drive to do that. No, he's too lazy. No, Bill, he, it's possible he dictated to Bill because I see there's two here from Bill. So, Bill at STC Pod? Is it at STC yep. Pod, right? Yeah. He said, head banging. Well, I think he's digging the game. Yeah. Well, he's a music guy, right? He likes music. He is, yeah. Musty Hobbit at Musty Hobbit said, no mercy. I think that's right. the most game. apt. Yeah, this game is punishingly reviews. difficult. <laughs> oh, man, is it hard. Yeah. And then finally, Bill had another two-word review for us at STC Pod. He said, can't concentrate. That sounds like a you yeah, problem, uh, Bill. I think like this goes back to Kevin's use headphones. If you're playing this in a noisy room or a room with distractions, you're going to have that problem. Mm -hmm. And you need to be focused on this game. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely not one that you can play while sitting in your forward operating base. Um, and there's already Sims going off around you. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a two word review you'd like to share with us? Mr. P1. Yeah, I do have a two word review. Um, Pata fun. <laughs> oh, that's a terrible I like pun. I think it's that's cute. A I think the music's good. Pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, I'm gonna I would, be able I'm to. Really top that. I really uh, I think this is is a is a good game that I'm, I'm glad that I've had the chance to get into, and I can't wait to to carry on with it over the Christmas holidays. Very cool. Well, so I'd, I do uh, see one more here from you. I do have one. It's not going to top yours. Um, and I've already said it before, but I'll say it again. No rhythm. I'm talking about myself there because I got yeah. no rhythm. That's okay. You yeah. got all kinds of heart. And I'm going to keep trying to beat this. Oh, that stupid level is driving me nuts. So okay, before, we, before we jump into our next segment, I got, I got some questions for you, Sean. Can you hear me? Are you kidding me? I can. Fire oh, away. Okay. I, it, 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 <laughs> you weren't reacting. So I got some questions for you. Uh, first off, who is this game for? Uh, this game is for anybody who likes fun, cute rhythm games and doesn't mind a bit of a challenge. I, I think you would have to mind a bit of a challenge because this game is friggin' hard. Yeah. And I, who, who, what, what age? What are we talking about here? Uh, all ages. I think uh, it's cute. The patapons yeah. are fun. You're never too young to learn that you are uh, 
important to a bunch of people that you didn't know. Yeah. How much time are you going to be sinking into this game? Uh, expect to drop somewhere in the range of probably 10 hours is my guess. Yeah, I would even say more than that. I, I think yeah. it's probably closer to 15. And the game's not that long, but like I said, you're going to be grinding so much and yeah. pl- replaying levels so much that that's where it adds all the time. Yeah, I agree. Is this a good portable game? Yes. Uh, the stages, if you're good at them, are relatively short. You can pick it up on the bus on the way to work during your your, your commute. Uh, you can grab it on your lunch break and play a stage. Anything, and with the PSP, having sleep mode, uh, that helps a lot. But the stages are short enough. You don't. There's no like, no risk of losing your spot in a story or getting lost in a dungeon. So yeah, this is a an excellent portable game for those features. I should mention too. I thought this was a neat uh, addition to the game. I don't know if it's it's not an addition. You can't pause during a mission. Yeah. Because the music's always going. Music's always going. You cannot pause. It's great. So you basically, the only thing you can do is just give up on the level. Yeah. I thought it was neat that you couldn't pause. All right, and here we go. Out of five, five being perfect, on a scale from one to five, what would you rate this game? I'm going to give it a four to four and a half. Oh, that's pretty generous. Yeah, it's... If you are somebody with rhythm, you'd fly through it. Um, I like the art style. I'm a big, big fan of the art style. I like the system it's on. I like the music. I like the characters. I like the world that it has created. Uh, and I like that it's not so simple as just hitting those buttons, that there is some some other mechanics behind the scenes that you have to consider. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to say between four and four and a half. I'm going to be a little bit more harsh. I'm going to give it a three. And the only reason I'm I'm giving it a three is I think the game is held back by the necessity to constantly be in fever mode and how long it takes to get to fever mode. I mean, if it was mm-hmm. if it's such a necessity as it is, why don't you just start in fever mode? It's ridiculous that you have to build up to it, and it's they don't give you enough it, if you're just walking forward you're going to get to the enemies before you're in fever mode. So you have to just kind of sit there and and do your defense or whatever to build up to fever mode. And that really bothered me. And um, I think this game has so many great ideas and concepts, some that aren't utilized as well as others. Um, It it bothered me that the beat, it was hard to get into fever mode. Um, Mm -hmm. And some of the confusing things not not being so clear as to what you're supposed to do yeah especially with getting the jujus and the backtracking stuff that you're supposed to do um that's not to say this isn't a good game i i did enjoy it i just thought there was a few things that held it back no that's and you know what those are all valid valid concerns um so yeah i i can get on board with your three there you go i can see your reasoning but bam And as always, I like to recommend another game if you want to jump into something after this. This is pretty easy. If you like this, you might also like Patapon 2, which according to Buried on Mars is better. Did you have anything you would like to add? Anything that uh, if they liked this, you might also like? Uh, I hear that the theater rhythm games are similar to this. The Final Fantasy theater rhythm games are also uh, on portable systems. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know for certain. I think it's Rhythm Theater, isn't it? Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> that's a good that's a good one. I like that. I like that. Yeah, because uh I've never seen a game quite like this. Yeah. I kind of very unique. It. Yeah. And there you have it, folks. That's Patapon. Woo! We made it. We made it through. Pata 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 pan. Pon pon pata pan. Chaka chaka pata pan. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so let's talk about what's coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. We got a couple few good months ahead of us in the CC Portable. And next month, it was crazy. So we had uh, our, uh, our Land Barons vote that you guys voted on. It was between Mario and Kirby. 
Kirby won, and then it was between Kirby's Dreamland 1 and 2, and it was such a slim margin. I want to say it was 52% to 48%. Really close. In the end, Kirby's Dreamland 1 for the original Game Boy. I'm excited. It's the first Kirby game ever. Ever in the club, yeah. And um, it's a great I, game I to have play. not played that, and I do have an original Game Boy. I actually think I might own that game. Uh, so I, I might jump in for that. Well, even if you didn't own it, it's available on the Nintendo eShop for 3DS owners. So there's a lot of ways to play this game. And again, it's a great game for the holidays. We got all the holidays coming up. Not a lot of free time out there. This game, you can literally beat it in like a half an hour. I think it's also on the Wii Kirby collection. It very well might be. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but I know for sure it's on the original Game Boy and the 3DS, so... So get it, folks. Kirby's Dreamland for the Game Boy. That's what we're playing in December. In January, our theme was Pinball Wizards. And it was a, a pretty... Um, I think you can call this a landslide victory. I would say it was a landslide victory, yeah. Uh, Metroid Prime Pinball ran away with 48% of the votes, easily winning over Pinball of the Dead, which came in at 20%. Pokemon Pinball and Revenge of the Gator both had 16%. But I'm excited for Metroid Prime Pinball. Have you played this game I've before? No, I've never played it. I hear good things. It is so flippin' fun. Flippin', pun intended. <laughs> it's a good one. But I'm very excited for our February game announcement. Now, we got this. This podcast is coming out a little bit later than usual, so the poll is already up as of this announcement. I believe there's four days left in the poll, so I don't know when this podcast is going to be out, but uh, you'll definitely be able to vote in round two um, because this is another two-rounder. And the theme of the month, it's February, Valentine's Day. The theme is, who do you love? Who do you love? So I picked two of gaming's prettiest and most badass women out there. And that's Samus Aran and Princess Zelda. So I'm having you pick between those two. Do you want to play a Zelda game or do you want to play a Metroid game? And so that's round one, which is going right now. Are we allowed to talk about what round two would be based on these winners? Because I'm looking at these games and holy cannoli. Absolutely. That's what I'm excited about because nobody knows. So this is great because the poll is up. Nobody knows what games they're they're technically voting on. Yeah. So let's let's go over it. You, do you want to make the announcement? I'll let you have Yeah. Have so the if, if, if you vote for Samus, if she steals your heart in February in 2018, you will be playing one of these four Metroid games. On the Game Boy Advance, we have Metroid Zero Mission or possibly Metroid Fusion. On the Nintendo DS, we have Metroid Prime Hunters. And on the Nintendo 3DS, we have Metroid Samus Returns. That is some of the best Metroidvania you can get, period. That is stacked. That is stacked. Yeah. I so have many played Zero games. Mission and Fusion both. They are incredible. I've beaten both of them. I have played uh, a bit of Samus Returns, and it is amazing and gorgeous and fun. This is a no-lose situation if Metroid wins. Absolutely. Couldn't agree. But wait, there's more. Curtis, tell us what happens if Zelda wins. Ooh, so a lot of people been clamoring for a Zelda game. One in particular, so I think if Zelda does end up winning, I, I, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I think I know the one that would win. But you got the choice of four more games. On the original Game Boy, we got Link's Awakening DX, which is uh, technically for Game Boy Color as well. Adds one more dungeon. Uh, the original, that was the original handheld Zelda game. On Game Boy Advance, we're throwing some love to the Minish Cap, which is another fantastic Zelda game on the Game Boy Advance. And then we got to have our DS counterpart, much like uh, Metroid Prime Hunters. Well, the uh, Zelda on the DS was Phantom Hourglass, which I got to say, if you've never played this game, you were missing out because this game friggin rules i know everybody's turned off by the stylus controls but trust me they work they work in this game's favor nintendo knows what they're doing trust them this game friggin rules and then of course on the 3ds link between worlds so again another really stacked card yeah i can't wait to see who wins i personally voted for samus you did yeah i love that power suit well i'm i'm in camp zelda i gotta be honest Ooh. Yeah, but that was the whole point. I didn't want to make this vote easy. I want to make it difficult. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, Metroid and Zelda, you know, because who knows when we'll get back to playing any one of those. Now, 
We could have two Metroid games in a row. We got Metroid Prime Pinball. We could have another Metroid game. Um, back to crazy. back. That would be the first franchise in the 50-game history of the Cartridge Club. That would be the first franchise to go back to back. Absolutely. We could be making Cartridge Club history in February. And it's all up to you, so make sure you get out there and vote. You can find uh, it's pinned to my Twitter account. That's at Curtis Freisel. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you'll probably, by the time this podcast is out, you'll probably be voting on round two. So uh, whichever wins between Zelda and Metroid, uh, you'll be deciding on for February. And that's it. We're at the end of CC Portable. We've made it. Thank you so much for being here, P1. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I had a really good time. Yeah, this was fun. Of course, you can always check out and uh, play along and let us know your thoughts in the forums at cartridgeclub.org. Um, we love you to share along your experiences as you play the game. We always get a good response. Um, and so I, I want to thank you guys for that. As always, you can find me on Twitter at Curtis Freisel. I just plugged myself a second ago, but I'm going to plug myself again at Curtis Freisel where you can let me know what games you'd like to play, or if you want to be a special guest like P1 here. Um, and, and again, the games you suggest that you want to play, I am working into the votes. Your voices are not unheard. I know uh, Link's Awakening, uh, the Metroid games, they've all been suggested to be played. Well, now here's your chance to put, uh, put that into action. So uh, thank you for all those suggestions. But P1, where can we find you? As if I need that. Portable is way more democratic than uh, Prime. (laughs) Very. You guys, it's a dictatorship over there at uh, CC Prime. That's right. You will play this. (laughs) This is what you'll play. No choice. (laughs) I wonder if somebody can edit in that that Hitler video from Twitter that you see every now and then where he's looking over the map. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cartridge Bros. Uh, you can also find me uh, and my brother uh, on anywhere you listen to podcasts um, for Cartridge Club Prime. Actually, where you're listening to this podcast um, for Cartridge Club Prime and Cartridge Club Weekly. Bam. That's it. Thanks so much, Curtis. This is a blast, man. Hanging out with you. Every time I get to hang out with you and talk to you, it's a good time. Uh, it doesn't happen often enough, but we're both busy guys. We so, are. Uh, I do cherish these moments. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. You're much better than Mark. All right. Thanks for being here. Bye. (laughs) CC Unite.